You're listening to the On Call Empath Show. Hey, hey guys, this is Raj Montage coming at you from the On Call Empath. Thank you for joining me on this special episode of the On Call Empath. Today, I want to talk to you guys about something very personal. Um, you may have saw some pictures on my social media, Instagram, Facebook, of my picture probably like a few years ago, and now how I am actually today. Um, before you can, I don't know if you can tell from the picture, I was definitely had a lot more weight. I was almost 215, 20 pounds um, overweight, and I was miserable. Um, I know a lot of my clients that are tuning in and coaching that I do, um, I learn from my experience, how I got myself out of rock bottom. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about exactly what steps I took to get where I am today to create this platform that reaches out to thousands and thousands of people and all the different guests and coaches and doctors and therapists that do that do come on this podcast. Um, I can definitely relate with many of them because I have reached out to many people from doctors, therapists, healers, astrologers, psychics. I mean, you name it, I tried it. And I'm here to tell you what worked for me. So before we get started, just a disclaimer, this is not medical advice. This is just my personal story that I'm sharing with you guys. So if you're having any mental health issues or any type of uh, health issues, definitely go see a qualified physician. And with that said, let's jump in right into it. So what, what was my story? I know I get that a lot. They're like, hey, how did you become the on-call empath and, you know, you're coaching so many people and you've got hundreds of guests. Well, there was an actual time where, um, you know, maybe a few years ago, about 2000, you know, 13, 14, around there, I started uh, to have back problems. Um, I didn't know where it was coming from. Of course, I had poor eating habits. I had other addictions and I was just doing anything to get away from the pain. So I would either eat uh, indulge in all kinds of things that are not good for my body. And I was pretty much in a depressive mood, like all the time, like, you know, how some people have bouts. I was like under baseline all the time, anxiety, depression, um, just, you name it, I had it and I couldn't figure out what was going on. And the sad part is, um, not to knock any other profession because I've had every, almost every profession on this podcast, almost, um, I've had a lot of different professions and I respect doctors, therapists, you know, coaches, cause I'm a coach as well, but they do have their place. Um, not every profession has the, you know, they, there are bad apples in every profession, including coaching. It just seems like every person I went to, including, you know, like from the doctor's general doctor to a specialist to physical therapy to you know a therapist nobody was giving me the answers that I was looking for they were just putting band-aids over it or throwing medication at me and I just figured like that's it like this is this is all she wrote this is going to be my life for the rest of my life I'm just not going to be able to you know, function as well with my back pain. Um, I remember sitting in an office um, and this lady just had a white coat on looking at me, telling me that, 
you know, you're just going to have the pain for the rest of your life. And just looked at me like dead serious. And I refuse to believe that. Um, she had no compassion in what she was, when she was saying that. And that's when I broke down and I'm like, there is no way this is how my story is going to end. The world is going to hear my voice and I am going to change, you know, a lot of people. And that's how I kind of started my journey and my healing journey into what I am today, the on-call empath. So yes, I know that, you know, a lot of this comes from growing up in a toxic environment. And also a lot of the things that I learned um, through schooling and pretty much, you know, the people that were around me. So a lot of things that I learned, um, you know, growing up, I basically took with me into the adulthood. So I, when, so when I came across somebody, I would just kind of put my feelings aside, I would repress. And that's just, I, I didn't want to rock the boat, didn't want to piss anyone off. So I just kind of kept my mouth shut and looked down. And that's how I pretty much approached everything in life with jobs, relationships. You know, I was always like, yes, person, poor boundaries. Um, and I figured like the harder I try, maybe they will accept me. And I found out that that is not the, that is just not true. Um, and I'll talk more about that later, putting your 110% to somebody that gives you half. Um, and that goes for everybody in life. I don't care who you are. If you're putting 110% for anyone, a job, a boss, a marriage, you know, anything, and you're getting just not even half back, that's, that is something that I learned um, not too long ago that I have to put myself first. And if I'm putting 110%, I expect somebody else to match that. That's just something that's non-negotiable for me. Um, so that's why you see, you know, especially with a lot of these podcast guests, you know, I, I, I tell them, you know, straight up, like, I want to make you, you know, I want to know who you are as a person. I'm going to give you my 110% as long as you give your 110%. And that's why it's just so easy and to get all these guests on my podcast because we're giving um, each other the same energy, the same effort. The ones that don't, the ones that kind of like, you know, they, they feel like they're doing me a favor. Those are the people that I, those are some of the episodes I do not um, air because to me, it's like, I'm helping you out and you're helping me out. So like, we have to give each other the same uh, type of uh, energy, you know, help. So short, long story short, I hit rock bottom. And obviously this took, you know, years off my life, but it all started when, you know, I was growing up as a kid, like everybody around me, um, the negative, uh, the abusive people that I grew up with, the friends, uh, family, you name it. Like I was absorbing all this energy and I was doing things. I was in a survival mode. I was basically, um, living in underneath a rock and, um, and it got, it got to a point where I was just like, what's the point of life? And I know a lot of you guys that are listening, you've either been there or you, you pulled yourself out of it. And, you know, in the comments below, let me know how you kind of pulled yourself out of it. I would love to know. I'm more interested in the people that went through adversity and live to tell about it. Those are the people, those are the stories that I want to amplify using my platform now. And that's what I'm doing. And, and I feel like my story is unique, but then there's so many other people that have stories similar or, you know, 
you know, they can relate. And some of them are empaths. Some of them are trauma victims. Some of them are highly sensitive people that are coaches. I mean, I just really want to, the main goal for me is to reach out and help people. And it wasn't until I found out that that was my life purpose, like not working in some office for someone else. My main goal here in this lifetime is to give back, to help, to coach, to inspire, to motivate. Now, here's the thing. I wasn't, I wasn't getting it. You know, I, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't picking this up right away because it was, I would think that if I listen to enough podcasts and I listen to all these videos and I go to these seminars and go to these coaches and therapists and doctors, like I'm going to get healed. Anyone that's listening right now, I want to tell you guys that that is not how I healed. That's just me. Um, did it, did some people help? Of course, but I had to be the one to walk through the door. Not a single person helped me to get where I am today. In fact, the people that were abusive, the ones that kept me down, I almost want to thank them because I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them. Um, and I'm not going to go ahead and name names or point fingers because there comes a time where I had to let that go. And that was the hardest thing to do. Um, and for a lot of people that are listening right now, they're like, you know, oh, I forgave them. But did you really? I mean, forgiveness is something uh that's personal and it's not required to move forward but for me like um i'm still kind of working on it but um it definitely helps and speeds up the process uh, for a lot of people now you guys know kind of like my backstory obviously i'm gonna i'm working on a book right now so hopefully i'll give you a little bit more details of exactly how i uh went through all of this I've had almost like over 60 some jobs and each job, there was always like one or two people like a narcissist or um, some sort of person that would put, you know, push my buttons. Um, there's always one, you know, and, and I feel like there's always going to be these manipulators out there. There's always like, that's something that's in life that you cannot uh, avoid. And so here we go. These are the couple of things that absolutely worked for me. And this is the first time I'm actually mentioning this on the podcast. But um, number one, I started taking inventory of every person that I came across. Um, now, I wouldn't say it like I started avoiding people, but I kept people on a distance. I had a wall up. Um, and obviously that's, you know, there's certain things that you can do to, but keeping a wall up, isn't like productive in your overall life. Like you have to let some people in as humans, we need other people. But so that's why I tell people when you have a wall up, it's hard to let the good people in, which are the people that are listening to this podcast that, that write into me and tell me how you know, how great I'm doing. And these are, these are the tribe. These are the people that um, I let my wall down for, but you know, that takes time, trust. And so I started taking inventory when I started walking into rooms and I would tell myself like, okay, is this person worthy of my time? You know, before I was like, it would be opposite. I would ask myself like, are, am I worthy of their time? So basically changing the narrative in my head, um, saying like, yeah, I think 
that the, you know this is the per- type of person that I would want to you know be around have a conversation with have in my life whether it's you know a coworker, a family member or a friend but typically like when I was when I was going through that dark period it just felt like I was attracting all these negative vibes negative people and this includes like jobs as well I remember having this job at this gym and and I was just uh, pretty much surrounded by like bullies like these immature men who just thought that, you know, the world revolved around them. And here I was trying to just uh, be myself. And, you know, it just whatever, it was basically going every day to work, I would just like think to myself, like, okay, this is the day I'm going to quit. They did have narcissist tendencies. And that's what I noticed for a lot of my jobs. And of course, when you start asking around, they're going to be like, well, he couldn't, he couldn't uh, manage his own success. He was his own enemy, but they would never say anything bad about me because I was always like one of the top, top persons, you know, top salesperson or top uh, one of the, you know, employee of the year. Um, so I always was pushing myself to impress others. But at the end, when I received all my accolades and things like that, it was, it was like not really worth it for me. Like, you know, like, why did I bust my ass for somebody that, you know, that, you know, doesn't care, you know, the, you know, to them, it's just, you know, they're cashing out on the hard work that I did. And so that's when it all started. That's when the awakening happened. That's when I got up from rock bottom, from eating every day out fast food. And I was just like, something's got to, something's got to change. And one of the things, the first thing I do with people that I coach and a lot of you guys that are watching um, are, you know, people that I coach and you guys know that I start off with only one thing that I expect from all of my clients. And that's one thing you can do every day. And whether it's, you know, movement, whether it's making your bed, um, something as small as like doing something to take care of yourself, self-care, just one thing. And I hold you accountable for that. And you do it to the best of your abilities. And I call this stacking. Why I call this stacking is because once you master that, let's say you're making your bed seven days a week and you do it really well, no matter what goes on in your life, no matter how depressed, no matter how much, you know, you, even if you lie in bed all day and you just lost hope, you know, because so much going on, you, if you can somehow get the energy to do that one thing, no matter hell or high water, that's planting a seed. And that is very powerful. And a lot of people just don't really understand what's the point of doing something over and over. Like how's making my bed going to change me or going for a walk every day, regardless of the weather or movement every day, or how is this going to help me? And a lot of my clients know that it starts with one step every day, doing something um, and making it a habit because stacking means that you're going to be keep you're going to keep stacking one more thing every week. I put one extra task on there, and before they know it, they are hitting their goals. And that's how I became the on-call empath. I believe I. I mean, think about this: somebody with chronic pain can't walk, depressed, overeating, 
and has no motivation to live. I start off by making my bed, believe it or not. And I believe like I maybe missed like maybe one or two days, but I was pretty consistent. And once I got that down packed, I started adding, you know, self-care, you know, going out, putting one foot of the, of the other, despite the pain I was having, the excruciating back pain. And, you know, at that point I was going through physical therapy and getting injections and uh, chiropractic and all this stuff and nothing was helping. It wasn't until I figured out that maybe the pain that I'm experiencing is basically maybe rage that's, uh, that I couldn't release a lot of emotional pain that's in my body. Um, after having several pain specialists on this podcast and chronic uh, people with chronic pain, they also would agree with me that, you know, a lot of times we trap our emotions in our body and that's what was happening to me. Like, I didn't understand, like, why was this pain so intense, but there's nothing showing on the MRI or x-rays like what is going on I'm like my body's falling apart I was back then I was like trying to figure out I'm so young and and I can't even walk around the block like what what where where what am I missing here you know so one other point I want to say is like I was also looking all over the internet for answers I was going to everybody from healers to psychics to doctors, um, every modality that you can think. And it doesn't seem like anything was working. And I want you to think about that. Maybe you're listening to this podcast and, you know, obviously you're following me, but, you know, just because you listen to a podcast right when you're done listening to this, if you made it to this point, it's like, are you going to actually put any of this in use? Are you going to extract the value that you're getting from this podcast or any podcast or book or motivation speaker or anything that you do to self-help yourself? There's one thing to to binge on all that. And I know a lot of people that do. They have they can, you know, listen to every video. But then the next day they're right back where they started because they're not applying anything that that's being told. They're not absorbing um, what I'm saying. I mean, it definitely feels good. It definitely feels like, yes, this guy's got a point. I'll try that. You know, I'll try that and see if that works. But unfortunately, nobody's coming to save you. Nobody's going to do the work for you. And that was some of the heart. That was like the hardest thing for me to understand. Like, wait a minute, you're saying like a doctor can't help me. Um, a therapist or a coach can't help me, you know, that was very hard because I was literally lying on the floor asking for help. And I would just keep going in this circle, like, you know, just giving, getting these like vague answers, like nobody really knew, but they would just give their best guess. Like, Oh, that's, you know, it's just stress or it's just, you know, just take some time and all. And that pain, you know, will go away. But all I was doing is band-aiding everything my emotions, my pain. Um, and then as you guys know, from the picture in my Instagram, um, and Facebook, I was in a very bad place. I was severely overweight and, um, it took, took some time 
to figure out like is this is this what i is this how it's going to end like is this all that that it's in life like am i going to just be like this person that's overweight in chronic pain and nobody knows how i'm really feeling and i and i feel like a lot of people that tune in and when they write into me they they tell me like okay you know they say that i get it you know that i can relate with them but from the other side from a trauma victim or even if you're just an empath i feel like we need more than that we need we need a lot more people that can resonate with us and that's how our that's how we heal ourselves you know um, and that's where i'm very big on the inner child work because i mentioned in the beginning of this uh, podcast episode that everything is learned in our first couple years here in this planet like when we're born all those things are basically things that been that we have been downloaded by society by our parents by our, you know our environment and the people that that we're around but we can unlearn that we can reprogram our brains and that's why i'm here sitting in front of you telling you that it is possible i i've seen it i've seen death in in you know and i've been rock bottom and hopeless and so coming from there to here i mean i'm living proof that anything could happen and the person that's listening on the other end no matter what you're going through um in life i promise you like it does get better and you can make something of your life even when you feel like there's no hope especially right now with with covid and all this stuff on the in the news dark world um gloom and doom i just shut it off and that comes back to taking an inventory of what comes in between your ears on you know listening on tv people that you follow on social media we think beauty is what is dictated by instagram or we think that what we see on tv is what reality is and so what i did is i shut all of that off i will post stuff on social media but i'm i barely just listen to all the negative parts of things so um i took inventory of everything of every person i've i've had to cut ties with certain people friends family i've had to go non-contact and you know uh, what that was probably one of the best things i've ever done because my pain started to actually go down when i started doing these things saying no stop people pleasing trying to get people to like me or over you know just overkill at my jobs just so they can accept me those days are over like that's when i started putting myself first and doing the work and this brings me to the inner child work inner child work is very important that's where i tell people to go back way back as long as you can remember like when we get triggered you know even today when you know when something happens that trigger where did that originate from who who hurt you because it wasn't the person that's maybe insulting you today in front of you whether it's a you know somebody that you care about or a boss or a friend somebody did something a long long time ago where that hurt triggers you now if someone did that to me i may not be triggered as much but because you had that bad experience um let's say somebody called you fat well guess what no matter how much weight you lose 
you're going to still think that you're fat. And that's something that I was going through because, and I was fat, like I, I was very overweight. So it was just like, okay, then that must be true. Even when the weight came off, I would look in the mirror. I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm still fat. That was coming from the person originally that said it. And I can, re- I can remember, I can tell you right now, I remember somebody saying that to me and actually grabbing my fat and asking, you know, what is this? You, you know, you're going to have health problems and, and just critiquing me and putting me down. So what did I do? I just kept eating more because I was so pissed. I was so pissed that this is so pointless. I'm just going to get fat and I'm just going to, you know, live this way. But um, once I started to cut people out, um, I invested in myself. I started using food as fuel, um, not so much to lose weight, but just more for mental clarity. Um, I know like for some people, medication works and that's great for you. But for me, like none of that worked for me as much. So I had to look for, um, you know, alternative medicine, um, food, you know, um, I feel like a lot of my weight loss uh, and mental health and just my overall well-being comes from diet. Um, and that means not restrictive, like, you know, I still have my cheat days, but I do use food as a way to um, curb, like, I use that as one of my stacks. So food is very important. Um in my life and I'm not a vegetarian or anything, but I do eat meat, but I try to make sure it's, you know, it's, it's healthy, lean, organic. Um, and that makes a big difference guys. And, and I know for a lot of people, they're thinking that what you put in your body isn't important. It is very important. And so once I invested and started doing research on how, how you can use food to help with not just chronic pain, but your mental health, that's when things started to, you know, change for me. And, you know, the inner child work, I would sit there sometimes talking to my inner child saying, yeah, I got you, you're okay. You know, no, I'm going to put you first. Nobody's going to, you know, no one's going to, it's, it's basically like you're protecting this, this person that never, never had protection growing up, if that makes any sense. So once I started doing that and then things started to change, I mean, just really quick. Um, the weight started coming off. Um, obviously I did go work out just, just for movement and, um, meditation, journaling, all of that played uh, a significant role. Um, and that comes to the final pieces, you know, daily habits. A lot of people that I coach, they, they do a lot of the things, um, that I say, and I hold them accountable but before they met me, they would eat healthy for three days and then eat like crap, like the rest of the week, or they would do something a hundred percent, but then they would stop, you know, just, they would just stop right away and they couldn't continue. They would always, they couldn't start what they finished. And so what I do is I hold them accountable. Um, and that's one of the biggest things that helped me to get over this hump. And if you need help, definitely reach out to me. But if you have somebody that can keep you accountable, that checks up on you once or twice a week, that plays a huge role in your success. And, and I even do that as a coach. There are people that I reach out to daily and I'm like, this is what I did today. This is where I want to go. So I do discuss like 
you know, if I'm on track or if I'm off and if I miss a day or two, I'm not going to beat myself up, but guess what? Majority of the days I do go work out. Majority of the days I do eat healthy. Majority of the time I am consistent, even with my podcast episodes and my guests, like each week, boom, podcast episode, no matter what I'm feeling like, um, if I'm down or if I'm happy, it does not matter because it is just something that that I made a decision that I'm going to make happen. And that's how you got to kind of look at life. No one's going to do it for you. Nobody in the harsh truth is you're, you're, you're going to have to walk through that door alone. But the good news is that uh, there are people, there's a lot of good people that are out there necessarily. They don't have to have a bunch of letters after their names. They could be just a, there's, they could be just like a, a random person. In fact, I just met somebody just recently that just, um, kind of went through the similar things that I, that I went through, has back pain, um, knows what that feels like, had, you know, relationship issues with their employers. And, um, that, I mean, it was just like, so weird. Cause we were just mirroring each other. Like we had the exact same issues so we can connect. And when I found somebody who can resonate with what I went through, like, I feel like, it's like a video game. You know how you get the the little uh, power bar? Like it just raises my vibration. So that's why with this community, with the on-call empath, a lot of you guys that do um, DM me and tell me, you know, all these wonderful things that I'm doing a great job that I changed your life. Like that also helps motivate me as well. Um, and you guys know who you are. So I, I want to thank you for reaching out to me. Um, but every little thing helps. But at the end of the day, I want to leave you guys with this. You have to live on your own standards. Don't look to other people. Don't look on social media to put your worth, you know, compare your worth. Like if you don't have something or if you lack something, you know, maybe you're not in the best shape right now. Um, and then you see someone else who's in shape and all of a sudden your, your self-esteem goes down. And then you go live in this cycle where you just binge eat or you do other addictions like drinking or over, you know, overindulging in other things that are not good for your body. And look, I've been there. And the first thing, just to recap, is you have to have a consistent habit. You have to do something positive. And it starts with the stacking, whether it's, you know, whether it's making your bread or going for a walk or talking to somebody each day, do that. If you have, you know, for some people is journaling and they don't miss it, you know, try to do something consistently. Number two, try to take inventory of your life, cut out the people that are making you feel bad, the, the toxic people, the abusive people, the people that are going to um, talk to you in a way that they can only understand and because they're not, they're not awakened. Like they, they're going to talk to you the way they're going to talk to you. And they're going to say what they want to say and lack empathy. And these are the types of people that this show is not meant for. These are the types of people that will go around hating everybody, making bad comments. The people that you're going to run across every day at the grocery store at your job, maybe it's a family member. These people are guaranteed. So take that in consideration. Learn to not react or respond. All you can do is take care of your own, own self and, you know, shield yourself from 
the outside world because what I find is a lot of this comes from childhood. It stems from the people that raised us, the 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 people that we grew up with, the people that were around. When you're a child, you you're just taking in everything, their the values, their morals, like everything is being downloaded. What I'm saying is do a hard reset. Do a hard reset on your life. Erase all the software that's been downloaded by society, your family, your friends, about everything. Start living on your terms. Even though it may shock other people, it may get people to give their opinion of you or walk away. Because I know like abandonment issues was a big thing for me. It's like, if I speak my mind, they're going to think this, or they're going to leave me, or they're going to fire me, or, you know, um, relationship wise, if I don't think like they do or religion wise, I just stopped all of that. And I'm like, this is who I am. You take me, take me as I, take me as I am, or there's the door. And the, the great part about all this is the people that are not your people, they're going to go for the door and just be so thankful that they left because I can guarantee you, they're going to try to do something to another person just be glad it's not you i hope this made sense um i wanted to share a little light about how i got through my journey i know i've i haven't really opened up but i have a picture and you'll see um one side i'm smiling and i'm like really overweight and then the other side i'm smiling as well and i'm a little bit more in shape the thing that i want you to look at that picture is i'm both smiling and you'll see that behind the smile on the left when I was overweight, that was a time where I'm just lucky I'm here to be alive. And I'll leave it at that. Like a lot of people can smile and laugh, but you never know what's going inside behind the door and what they're thinking. Because I was at a time, I didn't think I was going to make it guys. And now, (laughs) now I have, almost 200 episodes. I have people wanting to be on the podcast and I have this great customer or I have this great client base uh, for coaching and it's just really exploded. I couldn't have done it without you. And I want you to take this episode to really use this as fuel to start changing your life right when you log off here. I mean, it doesn't start tomorrow. It doesn't start in an hour soon as you're done listening to my voice and you click off this, I want you to start taking out a piece of paper and a pen and write down five things that you're going to do this week and stick to it. Let me know in the comments what they are and always keep moving forward. I hope you guys got something out of this podcast, special podcast episode, because it's not easy for me to talk about myself, but I felt like now is the time, you know, I'm, I'm big enough where Um, I can start sharing a little bit more about me and my past and how I became a coach. And I think, you know, a lot of times I will focus on my guests and try to promote them, but it's about me and how you can, you can come up from rock bottom and keep moving forward. You can, you will. And I just want you to keep saying that you can, and you will. And I'm living proof. And if you guys need any help, you know where to reach me. I'm always taking new clients. But in the meantime, stay tuned for the next episode. I got a lot more guests coming on this year. 
got a lot more elite guests. I can't wait to share them with you. Thank you so much for coming on my journey. I wanted to change it up a little bit and just do like this solo episode and kind of be personal and, and let you in a little bit about my life. I hope you got something out of it. If you have any questions, you know where to reach me and we are out. <laughs>